0: I'm sorry, Thanksgiving plans. Why do I keep saying Halloween? Boy, I'm going to make a huge mistake. I'm going to get all dressed up in my Batman outfit and start knocking on doors and <laughs> interrupt people's dinner. Whoops. Uh, bad news for our Thanksgiving plans. I was going to take the kids and the wife over swimming at Charlie Rose's pool. <laughs> oh, boy. Apparently that's not the thing to do now. I think uh, the kids are a little too young to receive the crusty paw. <laughs> More on that later. Charlie Rose has just issued another statement as he tries to save his career. It is so over. Um, but uh, yeah, more on that later. And with all due respect to the Charlie Rose revelations which are troubling kind of hilarious. Right. I got the I got the I got <gasps> a I got a troubling/hilarious slash one for you coming up in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean just some of the behavior is so absurd. Uh,
1: it, with all due respect to that, the John Conyers yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really deserves more attention if we're going to you know, if we're going to talk about importance to the the people of the United States of America and what's our uh, interest in all this stuff.
0: Oh, and Marshall's going big with what's going on in the state capitol in California. That's right. Which is its own our government allowing this to happen and then paying off these women with taxpayer money should be a hell of a bigger story than the celebrities who get caught.
1: Right. I would agree. Yeah, so we'll get to that eventually. Why has Gene Simmons of Kiss been banned for life I from saw, Fox News? I
0: saw that headline and I never looked into what he did.
1: Oh, what he did will shock you. Okay. Also, uh, more on the how not to cover mass shootings. Is the Armstrong and Getty philosophy of of not glorifying these things is catching on finally? Um, and 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 one of the most revealing. Uh, studies slash articles about personality and how to deal with their, uh, different personalities I've ever read. I found myself longing to to have had this this information as a as a kid, as a teenager, as a newlywed, throughout my my career, which is really it's the twilight of a mediocre career. <laughs> um, I mean, super super insightful. Maybe we'll get to that at eight o'clock. I swear yeah. we'll get to it eventually. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, we have
0: so much good stuff.
1: I know, I know, I know. Okay. So So does uh, the
0: Krusty Paw open for lunch?
1: Are you open in the afternoon? Yes. For now, we are open for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Lunch crowd's been a little slow coming in. But again, we got the shepherd's pie. Got some spotted dick for dessert. It's a real thing. Dartboard? Uh, Oh, do we have a dartboard? We have three dartboards. An
0: English pub doesn't have a dartboard.
1: At the Krusty Paw, we have soccer going all the time on the TV inexplicably <laughs> we get old-timey beer posters from Guinness, sure. and, you know, bass ale and that sort of thing up on the walls. Uh you know, it's funny. I'm 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 starting now to just picture uh the Fox and Goose, the legendary uh, English pub in California, but uh, shout out to everybody there. Uh many good times spent there, good times. So, listen, uh my daughters are coming home today and tomorrow. Huh? Little D gets home tonight from school. Uh, on the East Coast, and then uh, Kate is coming down, uh, down the West Coast to uh, to celebrate Thanksgiving uh, with us and pick up some of her junk from the, the garage. Um, and uh, there's part of me that's grateful that my kids are just a little too old to have fallen into um, the age groups, the 13- to 18-year-olds, right now. Uh, little D was of that age, but um, in just five years... Between 2010 and 2015, five years, the number of U.S. teens who felt useless and joyless, classic symptoms of depression, surged 33% in large national surveys. Same survey, given in the same way, year after year, surged 33%. Teen suicides increased by 23% in five years after 2010. Even more troubling, the number of 13- to 18-year-olds who committed suicide jumped 31%. And I know if you if you make that uh, girls-only, the number is even more horrifying.
0: And they're associating this with smartphones?
1: Yeah, as the subhead in the WAPO uh, says, all signs point to the screen.
0: First, they
1: try to pin it on economic inequality.
0: Oh, come on. Can you believe that, S?
1: That wow. is some of the most ridiculous... Class war-y, progressive bull crap I've ever heard in my life.
0: God, wow, yeah. So the the teenager in Omaha, Nebraska, who's depressed and suicidal it's because of the top tenth of a percent who live in Manhattan. Right, exactly. And how much stuff they have. You know, honest to goodness, oh, geez. God, did you, ha, d- does anybody have any personal experience to go back on? Or is everybody's worldview entirely based on what some college professor told them? Or is it everybody who's older and didn't grow up with this looking at young people and thinking that can't be good when you see them staring at their phones all the time? Right. Well, Everybody I'm just, thinking that.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about the uh, the income inequality thing. You
0: know I remember so so clearly as a kid growing up in a working class
1: area um and 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 it wasn't far away that there was a nice upscale suburb, and there was a country club, and I worked at the country club and i I worked for the rich folks, and did that make me miserable and hateful and think there's no chance in America? No, I thought, hmm, I'd kind of like to have some of that stuff. And I listened, and I talked, and I observed, and I tried to figure out, all right, how do you be successful? Income inequality. God, there's just, the guy next door either makes less or more than you. That's it. Get over it. Anyway. Back to the screen thing. All signs point to the screen because the years between 20... Oh, that's right. Okay, so first they try to talk about income inequality was and still is an issue, but it didn't suddenly
0: appear in the oh, early 2010s. Oh, my God. That no, hurt. it didn't! It's hard to not get sidetracked by that. Yeah, Because that know. is just so freaking <laughs> too, stupid. Too late. <laughs> it's too freaking stupid. I know.
1: It didn't appear suddenly in 2010 or 2000 or 1900 or the
0: year three, you morons. If you gathered a thousand oh. parents together, with no data whatsoever, and and ask them what do you think is causing teens to be depressed, not a one of them would throw out income inequality, and nope. I think they all would throw out social media or smartphones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just incredible. Income
1: inequality for the love of Pete. Who wrote this? All right.
2: Those who have been blessed the most, who have disproportionately extracted by whatever skill, more and more from the national wealth, they're going to have to share more of that.
1: V.I. Lennon there. Perhaps the most indefensible statement ever by a California governor. Maybe somebody came out pro-slavery back in the day. That would be in second.
0: He would have been comfortable 100 years ago right now in uh, St. Petersburg. Right, right.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, we found that the time teens spent on homework largely budged between 2010 and 2015, ruling out academic pressure as a cause. However, according to Pew Research Center, smartphone ownership crossed the 50% threshold in late 2012, right when teen depression and suicide began to increase. By 2015, 73% of teens had access to smartphones. Had a smartphone. Not only did smartphone use and depression increase in tandem, but time spent online was also linked to mental health issues across two different data sets. We found the teens who spent five or more hours a day online were 71% more likely than those who spent only an hour a day to have at least one suicide risk factor. Again, the big users were almost twice as likely as the lighter users.
0: The only thing that bothers me about this is it seems like we're trying to accumulate data to support something we all intuitively know. All of us who are adults, who've come into this as adults, realize what it does to you. How unhealthy
1: it is. Wow. Well, right. And and one more note from the article. Um, They find that social media use is impacting teens sleeping. I don't doubt that. They're sleeping less. They're up all night uh, texting and tweeting and the rest of it. And and so and uh, lack of sleep is a major risk factor for depression.
0: It's one of the biggest changes in the structure of culture ever. Right, certainly that fast. Yeah, nothing's ever happened that quickly in 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 the world history. Right, where all of a sudden you know what everybody thinks about you all the time. That's right. a little weird. Well, or you... or 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 what they think about anything. Yeah. Well, as as I've said before, and it's
1: worth repeating, and and you parents of teens and tweens right now. Uh, I'm I'm telling you old uncle Joe is here telling you there is danger at your door social media is a swamp of cruelty judgmentalism anonymity etc that rushes in constantly at the very moment your teen's self-image is being formed. At the very moment they're the most susceptible and the most vulnerable to negative inputs and slings and arrows. At the very moment of their greatest vulnerability, they are leaping into perhaps the most cruel and, and, and heartless uh, you know, main street you can imagine.
2: I'm it's, gonna tell
1: everyone about how shitty you are. That's right. Um, it's yeah, it's it's almost perfectly crafted to increase depression and
0: suicide. You combine that, and that would be awful enough if that's all it were. If you you combine that with what um is obviously happening and what the founders of Facebook knew would happen, that whole endorphin rush, keeping track of stuff, checking it every couple of minutes. I mean, what does that push out of, 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 of your brain, of your mind's development right? that used to happen that we're, we're spending all our time on now? Sure. Where do you get your satisfaction?
1: Do you get it from mastering you know, an instrument, a subject, the praise of your parents, winning an award in sports, whatever? Where did those endorphins come from? No, it's tiny little squirts over and over again as you're, uh, you know, I've got 200 straight days on Snapchat. And they send me a cool badge and reward me, and and then I see a new uh, you know whatever the, the Instagram come in and the, the, another shot of endorphins. I'm telling you, we are. Uh, I'm, I'm reading again. We're thinking about getting a dog. We're probably going to get a dog, and I'm reading more about dog training just to kind of bone up on it. No pun intended. Um, I hope not. And and, and, and <laughs> I hope that wasn't intended. Oh no, I'm a professional. And the uh, the the whole question of of rewards and disincentives and how they're used and. Uh, I mean, my God, what are we doing to our kids? And and like that, you Jack referenced the Facebook founder who came out and said, "Oh yeah, we knew exactly what we're doing. God only knows what we're doing to the children," he said. I'm telling you. and And you know us you know us we're we're the kings of everybody calm down everything's fine quit acting all injured over this trivia stop you know catastrophizing a slight quit with your microaggressions be tougher than that be more we're the anti the sky is falling people and we're telling you this is serious
0: yeah and uh Looking at those charts for depression and suicide, it d- there doesn't look like there's any leveling off. There's no reason why this isn't going to continue to grow.
1: Well, I imagine it'll top out at some point. It has to. But it will top out at a level that is a nightmare,
0: a national crisis. And you're saying you're glad your kids are, uh a little old to have had it happen. I'm glad my kids are so young that hopefully we're going to come up with a way to structure society or have more knowledge about this before they get get into it.
1: You know, for our more eloquent and wise parents, um... Y'all have to do this, maybe it's got to be teachers, peers, leaders, uh, clergy people, whatever, I don't know, somebody has got to sit down and have a long, persuasive conversation with the kids, and then seriously limit their screen time, including their smartphone, and help them understand why you're doing it. And that, that'll be
0: really, really hard. Well, one of the hard parts is going to be my kids saying to me, yeah, but you look at your phone 8,000 times a day, Dad. Where'd you learn to do drugs, Johnny. Um, our text line, 415-295-KFTC. We should probably play that clip of Roy Moore's accuser on the Today Show. Charlie Rose has got another apology out. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Was it the Krusty Wang? What? No, what's it? What's it? What's it? Arr,
1: the Krusty Paw.
0: The Krusty Paw that he was Come giving. To him. the Krusty Paw. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Chair is sinking and it's hilarious.
1: I don't even think it's my chair. Some bastard came in here over the weekend. That's week.
0: my old chair. Shut that, up. That's my old chair because that used to happen to me all the time. Oh, yeah. If you don't have the handle just right when you sit on it, you slowly sink. <laughs> right
1: before you, are sitting down on the ground like some sort of little dwarf. Like some child at the grown-up table.
0: That'd be a funny. I gotta, I gotta take that to my house for Thanksgiving. It'd be funny to have somebody sit in that chair and just slowly sink <laughs> over the meal. Pretty soon they're sitting with their chin on the table. Um, I could talk about this, uh, social media smartphone thing all day long, partially because I worry about it with my own brain so much. But anyway, we got a couple of texts. I'll just hit you with and then move on. Uh, I remember what a relief it was to find out that life was not like high school. No freaking kidding. Oh, and, yeah. And I know this texture is talking about life before smartphones even existed. And right. high school was, you know, yeah. you, you got out and think, geez, what the hell was that? You look back on it and think, what is that? Is that, is that designed to, like, uh, to be a torturous process for people right. when they're their most vulnerable? <laughs>
1: God, I was t- tried to teach my kids that. Well, yeah, and I, I love the uh, It Gets Better program, which was originally, I think, directed at, at gay youths uh you know and, and lesbians that uh, listen there are it, it life will get better it's you're not weird you're not alone blah 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 and it's it's grown now just to reach at risk kids to tell them it gets better
0: that's and funny it you know, does. I was just thinking I know a few people from uh when I was uh when I was in high school and and now that high school is so great for them it's a disappointment for them to find out that life is not like high school because none of mm-hmm. that stuff that happened really affects you that much anymore and Hmm. But anyway, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Working with high schoolers three days a week, they are constantly comparing their lives on social media. Their phone is almost always in their hand. Yeah, it it, uh, it twists off adults. Yeah,
1: that's one of positive Sean's favorite sayings. I love it. Comparison is the thief of joy.
0: Cut it out. You know what? It was also the thief of joy, Roy Moore, coming oh, into boy. your bedroom. Yeah. How's that for a transition? Not very good. Opening right? my daughter—kind of clunky. Yeah, wasn't very good. How do you not get punched in the face? I don't know. Uh, He's a powerful man because he believes in the Second Amendment. Well, I don't think that factored in. But thank well, you. Well, I think um, yeah, I think the fact that he is on the side of a lot of people politically—you see that now. That did. I think that did factor in.
1: Well, him. and you know, you got the South. Uh, you know, a couple of decades ago. Where the, the toleration for young gals uh, getting hitched is a lot higher. You got a powerful guy. You got the old boy network of law enforcement. You punch Roy Moore in the face, you could have you know, a, a pile of documentation how you were in the right. Wouldn't matter. Because Roy Moore's buddies with the cops and the judge and the jailer.
0: I am pro religion. Allegedly, I am pro religion and pro Jesus. But uh, what some evangelical preachers have been saying about Roy Moore has just been disgusting to me. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, a little bit. It's it just bizarre. Yeah, it
1: is. Are you talking about the? Listen, Mary was a teenager when right. Joseph. Yeah, and-
0: yeah. What? Yeah, all kinds of crap like that. What? You're citing
1: two thousand years ago in Judea or wherever, I guess it was province of Rome please, please, please
0: Uh, anyways you're riding a
1: donkey to work, no you're not so shut up
0: uh, this is the, I think the original accuser of Roy Moore telling her story on the
3: Today Show sounded a little like this he basically laid out some blankets on the floor of his living room and proceeded to um, seduce me I guess you would say. And during the course of that, he removed my clothing. Uh, He left the room and came back in wearing his white underwear. And um, he touched me over my clothing, what was left of it. And he um, tried to get me to touch him as well. Um, And at that point, I pulled back and said that I was not comfortable. And I got dressed. And he took me home. But I was a 14-year-old child trying to play in an adult's world, and he was 32 years old. Boy, Leymar Roy denies these allegations and further says he does not even know you. I wonder how many me's he doesn't know.
1: How many me's? Yeah, that's well said. Uh, Roy, you pushed a little too hard when you're trying to molest a child. You know, you got to go kind of slowly. Obviously, you just you pushed a little too far. And really, poor child molestation uh, technique there, Roy. God, how disgusting. Him as a high-placed law enforcement official uh, official manipulating and coercing and and sweet-talking and grooming a teenage girl into taking her clothes off. Oh, God.
0: And 14. Which is a lot Please. different than 18. Oh, hell yeah. Not just legally speaking, but, you know, maturity level. Oh, a 14-year-old, yeah. you're... You're a, manipulating you're, a child. You're absolutely a child. And he's freaking 32. He's yeah. not 21. He's freaking years old. God, if he was 21, he'd be unforgivable. Oh, yeah. But 32 years old. There's no time or place where that was okay. Yeah. 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 I it just... It's unbelievable to me. And he's had a million dollars in contributions come in in the last week. Mm-hmm.
1: Part and of it's the uh, it's the the high tech liberal media uh, attack. It's a hatchet job. Where were these allegations for the last thirty years? Suddenly he's running for the Senate, and all of a sudden, uh, where was this? That's
0: the point of view. You don't believe that woman? Come on.
1: Well, right, yeah. I'm just talking about the you know, the voters. Obviously, I'm not speaking my own mind.
0: And I uh, I was watching a cable news show where a commentator said she sounds. Uh, how do you not believe that woman? And. And somebody said she sounds exactly like Juanita Broderick sounded, very believable. Precisely. I tell you what. Not to get into the what about them because I'm not into that. I don't. I don't care about keeping score how many R's versus how many D's. Right. But, um, right. It's just there is such thing as somebody sounding believable. There well, just sure. is. Yeah, and
1: I would agree with you about Juanita Broderick. It's what a great decision this is. Um, the National Review reprinted.
0: Oh, by the way, in case you don't know who that is. Got to quit acting like everybody follows the news the way I do, which is dumb. That's good. Good self awareness. She accused... (laughs) I I lack a lot of that. She accused uh, Bill Clinton of raping her uh, way back in the day and has continued to say it for many, many many years and sounded a lot like that woman.
1: The National Review did a very, very smart thing. It reprinted Jonah Goldberg's piece from November 23, 1998, where he was writing about, well... I'll just read it to you briefly. And this is not about what about. This is not about keeping score. When you melt away the practiced iconoclasm, the predictable liberalism, and the pure arrogance of President Clinton's defenders in the culture industry, almost all of which is now weighed in on the scandal, you are left with an irreducible core. When Clinton defenders say, it's all just about sex, they are almost right. It is all about sex, but not just Something remarkable has happened to the cultural left in the 1990s. Sex is everything. Sexuality has become the linchpin of human identity. Replacing race as the chief source of activism and passion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, then he gets into, and remember, this was in 1998, uh, how, how bizarre and troubling it was, how the defenders of women were throwing the victims to the wolves and saying they should have known better. They asked for it. You know, they, uh, you know, it's just sex. They'll be fine.
0: Paula Jones shouldn't have gone up to his hotel room.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: Bill Clinton showed his wang to Paula Jones.
1: Here's a a woman writing in the New York Times about Monica Lewinsky. There's nothing inherently wrong with her attempt to translate her personal relationship with the president into professional advancement. Uh, Goes on and on. Conservatives, the scolds, who are a little more than a band of church ladies concerned only with squelching sexual rights and everybody's fun. That was the view of the left during the Clinton years, which is just you know what, let's let's make it nonpartisan. Cause something was going on there. What an interesting glimpse or view into how easily human beings will manipulate their intellect to achieve their desired result call it confirmation bias or, or whatever, The practically the entirety of the left was lecturing Clinton's opponents, most of whom were motivated only by t- politics, by the way. I'm not an idiot. I can see it on my side, too. But they were lined up fighting the idea that there was anything wrong with what he did and that these dopey women got what they were asking for, and, and they're all fine.
0: That's amazing. Well, and a number of uh, uh, evangelical preachers and, and a certain crowd who are uh, were just convinced or pretending to be convinced, I don't know which it is, that this woman is lying and the Washington Post made all this up. And Roy Moore is a good, honest, uh, you know, keeper of the truth, mm. which is amazing to me. Yeah. Um.
1: One final thought. Can I do this quickly enough to squeeze it in? Yeah, why not? Because I don't want to devote a segment to it. I heard a couple of people talking on another radio show out on East Coast uh, today about uh, the one guy said, so Alabamans would rather vote for a child molester than a Democrat. That is disgusting. And I thought, okay, I'm an Alabama voter. And I'm not defending this, but I get it. He's not molesting any girls anymore. He hasn't been accused of anything for decades. He's old now, and everybody's going to be watching him. He's not going to molest anybody in Washington, D.C., and I agree with all his policies. I'm going to vote for a Democrat out of what? Some sort of personal judgment? I only get two choices. I'm going to vote for the guy I agree with on everything. And that's how Roy Moore might get elected. And um, like I say, I don't like it, but I understand it.
0: I would vote Jones. No way i vote for Roy Moore and give him more power. I think no Jones, is a,
1: well, and Jones is a thoroughly, thoroughly reasonable guy, too,
0: honestly. So, you know. Well, by, by left-coast standards, he's a v- very moderate. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 he's
1: practically conservative.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand no, the I argument. I hear you. I totally hear you. But that that uh, listen to that woman on the Today Show. That guy should not get to be in the world's most exclusive club. He should be in exclusive prison somewhere, but that time has passed, unfortunately. So Charlie Rose's uh, lady
1: employees called when he'd come up and grope him or massage him the crusty paw. (laughs) More (laughs) on Charlie Rose coming up as well.
0: Yeah, one of his cool dating techniques that he Uh used. I want to pass that along to you. Oh, yeah,
1: you might want to employ this one, fellas, or
0: you more sexually aggressive
2: ladies. (laughs) What's coming up, your news, Marshal? Hey, talk about Charlie Rose. Sexual harassment allegations are flooding state legislatures these days. One California lawmaker facing multiple accusations. We've got an IKEA recall going on. It's involving millions of dressers and the unstoppable, record setting Taylor Swift. Minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty.
0: Her new album's doing well. Oh,
2: oh boy. I'm I'm happy for her.
0: Glad that young gal's getting some attention. Be able to pay off some of her college loans. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. point have to read some excerpts from the Washington Post Charlie Rose piece just because they're, they're, they're interesting weird funny a mixture of things he's never coming back I don't think based on this stuff which sucks because I watch that show every night and half for years it's one of the best things on uh in journalism one of the few places that long conversations about real policy ever occurred. right and it's going away and it probably won't be replaced by something as good um, last night, Antiques Roadshow was on. I learned nothing about our negotiations with North Korea by watching Antiques Roadshow. I love Antiques Roadshow so much.
1: This painting is actually an imitation of the the uh, Pollock style from the early nineteen thirties. Huh? I'm afraid it's worth eight or nine dollars. Oh. You son of a! Oh. <laughs> Did did you think it was worth more? Well, my uncle always said it was priceless, but... Well, thank you. I love Antiques Roadshow, man. The ups, the downs, the dreams coming true, the disappointment.
2: Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, USA Today is reporting sexual harassment claims are now flooding state legislatures. 100 people in 20 states accusing 40 politicians at this time of harassment. Any payments to settle the claims will be paid by taxpayers, not the lawmaker involved. Beautiful. Hundreds of women in California politics launching a campaign last month called We Said Enough, urging changes to male-dominated power structures. Now, one of those, facing sexual harassment charges, prominent California Democrat, State Assemblyman Raul Bocanegro. The San Fernando Valley Democrat saying... Well, he's going to resign from the Assembly in September of next year. He won't run again for re-election following new allegations of sexual harassment being directed at him. That announcement came just hours before the L.A. Times published a story where six different women accused Bocanegra of using his power and position to sexually harass them at multiple points of his years of service in government.
0: And, you know, and the, these names across the country don't get near as much attention as a Charlie Rose or an actor or whatever because they're not celebrities, but it's a much bigger deal. People that we elect, then we're paying off their sexual harassment with our right. own tax money. That's just freaking disgusting. And this book,
1: and Guy the majority whip of the, uh, the Assembly. California Assembly. So he is a powerful, powerful way-up man in the great progressive capital of Sacramento. The one-party state of California. It's just unbelievable.
2: Yep, and all the new allegations are said to have happened after... After the lawmaker was disciplined in 2009 after a female Capitol staffer accused him of inappropriate physical contact.
1: My God, he was actually disciplined in the system in Sacramento where the accuser is on trial and the accuser is usually fired and disciplined. I mean, how egregious is this guy that one of his victims d- d- triumphed?
0: That's that, amazing. And then when you get caught like right. that, you don't think I better stop doing this. You keep doing it because you feel like you're going to get away yeah. with it.
2: I do want to get this word out. Ikea is relaunching a recall of 29 million chests and dressers following the death of an eighth child. Oh! Ikea says the company wants to increase awareness of the recall for several types of the chests and dressers they have that can easily tip over if they're not anchored to a wall. What a horror. So double check. If you've got a chest or a dresser from Ikea, double check. Make sure that it is, uh, it is uh, you know, tied down or, or uh, you know. Uh, you get an L bracket
1: and you find right. a, uh, a stud and you, right. you screw it in. It takes 10 minutes.
2: Yeah, make sure you uh, take care of that as soon as possible. Ladies, if you can't find a stud, give me a call. There you go. That's your news. <laughs> I'm way, Marshall. A way to take child death and make it light, Sean. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm Marshall Phillips on the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just recently bought a stud
0: finder. And uh, it's hard not to make jokes. <laughs> hard? Impossible. Yeah. Hey, hold it out at arm's length. Beep, beep. Move it closer. Beep, 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 beep. It's <laughs> right. working right. fine, right. honey. Exactly. You know,
1: my, my child who is coming home uh, tomorrow for Thanksgiving was almost killed in precisely that way. It's, uh, it happens.
0: Oh. oh, my God.
1: Um. Lighter fare than that, which is everything coming up. Yeah. Some of the Charlie Rose transcripts, which are creepy licious. <laughs> Plus, Gene Simmons of Kiss isn't going to rock and roll all night at Fox News. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will pull your goddamn tongue out of the roots. He had a long tongue, you see. He, he does help right. us. That's a good point. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: to say, no, I really am still reeling. Uh, I got an hour and 42 minutes of sleep last night. Both my son and my daughter called me. Oprah called me and said, are you okay? I am not okay.
1: Gail Oprah, King. Oprah didn't call me.
0: Gail King and on I'm the not CBS okay early show with an oddly specific number of minutes of sleep, an hour 42. <laughs> and a little name
1: dropy <laughs> So, but who a, are we down to? Pope Francis and Jimmy Carter. Or, uh, the only non pervs on the scene.
0: As Stephen Colbert joked. Okay, Jimmy Carter, what do you got for us? Or Malaya, or whatever <laughs> that chick's name is. Oh, it Malala. Malala, who won the oh. Nobel Peace Prize. Oh. Yeah. What have you done? Go ahead. We might as well get down to everybody. Yikes. So, Charlie Rose, the story broke yesterday. I, I watch Charlie Rose every single night. I've got, I'm, I think I've got like 80 of them on my DVR right now. Wow. To catch up on. I I love that show. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, it's been either reruns or, like, reconstituted celebrity interviews. And I thought, that's weird. He must be on a long vacation. Now, the Washington Post has been working on this story for a long time. And I'm sure he was aware of it. And I'll bet he's been, you know, hunkered down for that. And it broke yesterday. And they spent a long time putting together eight accusers and talking to... Their past employers and current employers and boyfriends and husbands to cooperate. So it's it's true. There's just no doubt about it. Some of the stuff we're enjoying from the article, uh, Charlie Rose frequently gave unsolicited shoulder rubs to several of them. Uh, behavior that was referred to among employees as the crusty paw, a former employee <laughs> said. "No shoulder rubs, not that big a deal. But I uh, just thought that was funny that the old man. Well, and he his thing is, I thought, you know, it was mutual. And so... Uh...
1: Finding out that they referred to it as the crusty paw be pretty humiliating.
0: Well, I didn't know he was known as a ladies' man. I, I didn't know. He doesn't come off that way on TV to me. Mm. I mean, some people do. Some people don't. At least on TV, I never grasped that. But um, in 2007, Radar Magazine referred to him as a toxic bachelor and had some unnamed women's claims, which Charlie Rose's lawyer, David Boys, yes, who defended Harvey Weinstein... Uh, then went after Radar Magazine and demanded a retraction, which they refused to do. Right. Um, so, he, how does Charlie Rose walk around with his robe open, asking women to sh- to watch him shower, and Weinstein does that, and they both have the same lawyer? Mm-hmm. What is that all about? I don't think they're like talking to each other about this, but it's pretty weird, isn't it? That they both have exactly the same playbook. Come watch me shower. I'll walk around with my robe open with nothing on underneath. Yeah, it's just And we be... have the same lawyer to defend us when we get caught? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty that interesting. Is, yeah, it is pretty interesting. They run in the same circles in New York, obviously. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Charlie Rose Show prides itself on its highbrow intellectual ambition, but his life was very glam- g- glamorous with late-night meals and lots of wine and celebrities and that sort of stuff all the time. Again, I didn't know that about him. Well, uh, he, he was he was hot in the socialite set in New York too. I mean, sure. he was he was a gad if he was at your party. Um, he, uh, he he'd regularly berate these women, yell at him. But then, when he'd make when he'd make up with him, when he would apologize for yelling him, he regularly would put uh, quote a hand on your thigh, give you a hug, and touch the side of your breast. And then oh. women all got used to ignoring that. Then this particular woman says he began calling me as late as midnight or as early as six a.m. He would call me up wanting to know the details of my sex life, she said. Who's next to you? What do you do? Is he touching you? And I was like, okay, Charlie, I'll see you tomorrow. And I just acted like it wasn't happening. Wow. He would call these women at 6 in the morning and say, you laying next to your husband? What's he doing to you? What do you like to do to him? What are you wearing? How freaking weird is that? Oh, my God. And, and I know we're not supposed to ever go here for the victims. Don't go there. How do you keep working for a guy who calls you at home and says, what are you doing to your husband right now? Because
1: it's the opportunity of a lifetime. I
0: understand. In the moment, in the right. workplace, he comes on to you. You didn't know what to do. You're at home. He hangs up. You hang up. You don't think, I got to stop working there. Really? Dude who calls you at home and says, you laying next to your husband right now? What's he doing to you? What'd you do to him last night?
1: So you're supposed to quit your gig with one of the most famous journalists on earth, travel in the world, on the networks all the time, and go what? Do classified ads for the Daily Plainsman back in your hometown, Jack? That's why it's such a terrible thing! Puts these poor women in an impossible situation. Just seems odd to me. Set of snow tires, lightly used, $100. But so then this woman also goes
0: through one of his dating tactics or techniques uh, one evening that he uh, put upon her, which is incredibly uncool, and we'll go through that coming up. But And more of the defenders of Bill Clinton and their rationale from the
1: 90s, which is astoundingly uh,
0: different from what's being said today in the same quarters. I'm going to go give a couple of women the crusty paw. We'll be back oh in a boy. moment on the Armstrong and Getty Show.